Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean Cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hochberg, and this is episode number 370. The last thing anyone wants to do is get sick on their cruise, but it happens to just about everyone sooner or later. This week's cruise story is about how Jeff's cruise on Grandeur this season, follow-up cruise on Grandeur again, where he didn't let the disappointment of getting sick on the first cruise ruin he and his wife's fun or love of cruising going forward. Here we go. We're back with another cruise story this week, and it's not just a cruise story. It's actually a two-for-one. That's right. Everybody listening, you have won. Two-for-one specials all around. Everybody, yay! Joining me on today's episode is Mr. Jeff Mapson from Pennsylvania. Hello. How are you, Jeff? Hi, Matt. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to everybody. Absolutely. Great, Great to have you on here. And uh, today we're, we're doing a two-for-one, huh? That's correct. A two-for-one, same cruise, but six years apart. Oh, nice. It's like uh, when you go to the supermarket and your favorite brand of whatever is BOGO. And it's like, hey, I feel like a million, won the lottery, right? All right. So uh, where are we starting? What ship? What, what, what happened? So it's the, it's the same ship, the grandeur of the seas, which uh, I don't know if you noticed has uh, recently been in the news. Yeah, she's staying in the fleet. She's, I don't know that's so much getting the band back together as it is not breaking the band up in the first place. But yeah, she's here for the foreseeable future. That's right. We're very excited about that. Yeah, Grandeur has a very, very, uh, what's the word, loyal following uh, to it. So I think that news is going to be very well received. That, that's correct. I've, I've heard of a number of people reaching Diamond Plus and Pinnacle on the Grandeur of the Seas alone out of Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, and part of this, I mean, you live in the greater uh, Mid-Atlantic region. And, that, that's correct. And listen, at the end of the day, you got a ship in your backyard, that's going to be a big pull. It, it could be you know, someone's rowboat, but if it's an opportunity not to have to fly, it makes it so much easier, my goodness. And it does help that, you know, the crew always had a really, really good reputation on there for, you know, a lot of people who went back many, 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 many times. So uh, fantastic. So grandeur of the seas, a twofer. That's correct. Yeah. My wife and I, we live in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And the, f- the first one was actually on our one year anniversary. So uh, as of listening on this podcast, the, the Wednesday, the second, we will have been married eight years and one day. Our anniversary is September 1st. So really excited about that. Well, since we always record the episodes, Jeff, on the day the episode is released, uh, happy belated anniversary. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So we were we decided to go on the Grandeur of the Seas for our one year anniversary, uh, which was a little bit later in September of that year. And as we we were getting ready for the trip, I had planned out on my vacation time from work and about a week and a half prior, I started coming down with symptoms. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's a negative thing anytime you think of symptoms. And these symptoms were just, they're just really, really debilitating. We started with a headache, started getting fever, scratchy throat, terrible cough, red throat, all of the strep throat symptoms. So much so that I went to the doctor a week beforehand. So we, we disembarked on Wednesday. I went, I believe it was a Thursday beforehand, went to the doctor's office, was like, I need to get fixed because I'm going on a cruise. <laughs> and the doctor looked in my throat, says, oh, you have strep. He didn't even do it. That. He's like, you have strep. And then he went and did the cotton swab tests because, you know, cotton swab tests are so incredibly reliable these days. <laughs> no, a lot of people are familiar with those. And it came back negative. Ooh. And so I'm like, oh, man, this is bad. I need some antibiotics. He goes, well, just want to let you know our policy in the doctor's office is if you come 
positive from the, from the cotton swab test, then that means that you have strep A, in which case we give you antibiotics because later on in life, it could cause a heart valve issue. Hmm. However, if it's negative, you still could have strep. It would just be strep B and you would need a blood test. So hmm. I'm like, okay, let's do the blood test. Let's get to the stun because Papa needs antibiotics so he can go on his cruise. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, great. No problem. It's a 24 hour turnaround. You should definitely know, you know, by Friday, you'll know, and we'll get you antibiotics. Friday comes and goes. I don't hear anything. Monday comes and goes. I don't hear anything. Tuesday comes and goes. I don't go do hear anything. I'm starting to feel somewhat better anyway. So I'm like, all right, going on the cruise. Doctor never called. Don't have any issues. Filled out the form. Filled out it honestly. I don't have anything. Went to the doctor's office. They cleared me. Probably frowned on by other people and right now especially. Um, but that was the case back then. Went on the ship and I felt great the entire cruise. However, Megan, my wife, not so much. She started experiencing symptoms the same symptoms in the same order so we decided instead of waiting we're going straight down to the the uh, infirmary let let them know everything and and they they were able to fix her up and and give her antibiotics but she had to quarantine for a number of days and because of that we didn't get to experience a number of things on the ship together we didn't do any special dining together um but we still were able to experience you know going out to Coco, uh, Coco Key uh, for the first time together and uh, to Nassau, but we weren't able to, you know, do some of the things on the ship with other people because you know, she was quarantined and getting all the, the food delivered directly to our, our room. So the is second, it, sorry, sorry go ahead. Just real, real quick, unrelated to your cruise story, but is it true when you are quarantined by the staff, you get free pay-per-view? The, the, that, would, the that, would, that would be a question for Megan. <laughs> I actually didn't stay in the room. I actually, <laughs> oh, you're I sick. Actually, I'm so sorry, honey. Listen, <laughs> bingo starting in five minutes. I got to be there. So I will see you later. I, I had a great time. You know, it's actually really interesting. So in, in, in the, one of the reasons why the grandeur of the seas is in Baltimore is because there's the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. And, and a ship needs to be able to go under the, the Bay Bridge. And one of the things for me when I go on a cruise the fr- or go on any vacation, the first thing for me is to get a massage as soon as possible. I had a very stressful job at the time. And so I needed something to put me in relaxation mode as soon as possible so I could actually enjoy the cruise until, you know, you start getting that day or two before you're about to leave and you start thinking of work again. So we, we had scheduled a couple's massages pretty much right after we did the muster drills. So we did the drill and went got couples massage and as we finished the couples massage I noticed I have a call from my doctor and he confirmed that I did have the previous version I could stop by for antibiotics if I wanted to as we were going under the Chesapeake Bay Bridge <laughs> so it was like great wonderful so we, we knew as a confirmation that 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 that's what Megan would have and we're able to get that uh, handled appropriately but uh, yeah so the, but the ship, the, the crew, they handled everything fantastically. I mean, they, they really did. The, and the, the doctor took care of her, and uh, we were able to get that fixed up, and she was feeling better in a couple of days, uh, which, was, which was a lot, what, what a lot was the, more uh, better service than I got from my own doctor stateside. Absolutely. What was the, uh, how long was she required to be quarantined? Was it 24, 48 hours longer? Um, it, it may have been 48 hours you know, okay. for the time that she had the – I mean, she, she was – 
she pretty much wanted to make sure she didn't get anybody else sick. So she quarantined herself for, for quite some time. Uh, she didn't come out to the dining room. We did, like I said, we didn't do any specialty dining. We just decided to, you know, just have that to ourselves and, and she would get food delivered to, to the room and, and get the room service. Uh, so, so that way she didn't have to con- possibly contaminate anybody else. Makes total sense. Absolutely. All right. So you have that cruise and uh, sounds like you had a great time and Megan, eh, not so much, but it, but it, uh, it's one of the, man, I, I, I know that feeling all too well, man, uh, that it's that it's, it's like D-Day is like five to seven days before your cruise. And that is like, nobody better lick anything, right, touch right. anything, or even, you know, we should, it, it's, it's that weird time where like, if anything incubates now, it's real trouble. Right. And, and the thing is, Megan, I think she still had a really good time. And one of the things that's amazing about, about my wife is she is always positive. She's always happy. And um, I mean, even when things are difficult, she, she has a positive spin on it. And, and it's just one of the things I love and admire about her. So I think she really took it in stride, even though it was kind of disappointing. She still was able to enjoy it. And like I said, we were able to enjoy the beach together and, and, and a number of those things as well. I'm really, glad, I'm really this, glad to hear that. The second cruise was, was, was much better. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So let's move on to cruise two, the, uh, the redux. So what, tell us about uh, cruise number two, Back on Grandeur. Back on the Grandeur of the season. Actually, the interesting thing about this is this one was in February of this year. So this was the second to last cruise of the ship before they stopped sailing uh, and had the no-sail order put in place. Uh, also this cruise that we went on was directly after a, a vessel had had a uh, outbreak of norovirus, I believe, where, you know, that it, if, if there's a certain number of people that are contaminated from any type of uh, illness, the CDC requires that to be documented. And the interesting thing is of all the hundreds of, of ships that are sailing every day and throughout the year, typically on average, there's only between six and nine uh, of these reported cases per year to the CDC. And so uh, the grandeur had been one of those. So all of the cleaning protocols on board the ship were incredible. Uh, washing your hands, hand sanitizing at every step of the way, people constantly going around cleaning items. It was, uh, it was, it was almost like a preview of what hopefully things will be like when we get to go back cruising again. And in that sense of having such a, a regimented and upgraded level of cleanliness on board the ship. Absolutely. I mean, and that's a great testament also to, I mean, we, I've seen it once because I was on quantum of the season when there was a neurovirus outbreak on the ship. And I remember when the captain announced it, I was like, yikes. Like, I mean, I've heard about this, but I've never actually seen it. Like, you know, is it, how bad is it going to be? And I, I tell you, I've never smelled so much bleach in my life before. I mean, they just really, they really take care of it. They really take it seriously. And that was just for neurovirus. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much of that experience gets replicated uh, going forward there. But it is nice. I mean, I, whether or not it's, you know, theater or not, I mean, I think it does help. And obviously I know it helps, but it certainly make, puts my mind at ease. Um, to see them right. taking it so seriously and to taking all these extra steps. Right. And I think everybody else too, because things were just starting to come out about COVID that everybody took it seriously themselves and took mm-hmm. that personal responsibility themselves uh, to, to make sure that they were doing those 
things that they needed to do. You go in the bathroom and, hey, everybody's making sure that they're washing their hands for 20 seconds. They have the delightful commercial, you know, playing constantly on, on board the ship to, to wash your hands. And, you know, uh, that way you can be one of the cool kids. And uh, so we, we, we really enjoyed that and, and felt safe the entire time that we were on the cruise, which was important. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's fantastic. And especially, I mean, this is kind of your, your round two coming off the last one. It must be so right. a little bit, a little sense of, um, I think not relaxation, but a little sense of uh, relief, you know, that you got to enjoy this one without all those issues from the other sailing. Right. But this one had its own issues as well. Oh, but, no. they were, but they were good. They were still good. So first, first, uh, the, the ship disembarked last time. And I mentioned, you know, we were getting a, a, a couple's massage right, on, right on board the ship. Well, I don't live in, I don't have as stressful of a job. So that wasn't goal number one this time. Uh, but we definitely wanted to make sure that we, we were able to spend some time in the, in the hot tubs. Well, the first night, this was in, in February, so it's the winter time. You know, we're, we're leaving out of the Chesapeake Bay. There's a snowstorm coming up through the Mid-Atlantic in Virginia, uh, so much so that the ship was not able to leave the, leave the bay, had to, had to stay in the bay. It was going to weigh anchor for the first night. So we, we were in the hot tubs this time as we went under the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, and then we weighed anchor, and, and we waited for the, for the rough waters outside of the, the bay to, to, to abate a little bit, so that way we could start making our way down to Nassau. Because of that delay, uh, we ended up not being able to make it to Nassau uh, in, in time. So we, we ended up just having an additional sea day instead of having Nassau. So really what, what we had left on this trip, however, was going to be Port Canaveral. Uh, we were also going to have Perfect Day at Coco Key. And then uh, lastly, we were going to have Charleston, South Carolina on the way back, which we were both looking forward to because neither of us have been to Charleston uh, and um, just know that it's a delightful city and it's, it's, a, it's a port that's not typically mentioned on, on a number of uh, different sites or channels or, or whatnot. And so we were looking forward to that as well. So we, we, even though Nassau was cut off, Nassau's on pretty much every Bahaman, Bahaman, Bahamian, Bahamas cruise, Bahamian? Bohemian. Bohemian, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, cruise, we, we, we weren't too disappointed to have missed that one. We were really excited to have, have the other three. What, was, uh, what did you do? What would you recommend in, in Charleston? So in Charleston, you can actually, so there's so many different excursions that you can do, different plantations and things of that nature. We have, we have a, a friend of ours that lives in the city and made a recommendation to just walk around, that there's so many different things to do. There's a market right by the, by the, uh, the, the dock for the port. So everything was in walking distance. And then on top of that, they had horse carriage rides that would take you out throughout the city. And the interesting thing about these different coach rides, uh, the horse-drawn carriages, is you would get on it, and, and, and we learned this as we were actually on it, is they, they go up to this master of, uh, 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 I guess, Charleston. They're, they're the master of, of who goes where and, and determining based on traffic patterns and whatnot. And so it's not until you're actually on board the carriage that you know which route you're going to take. And so there's, I think, six different routes that the carriages are allowed to take. And, and, and so we got to go on one of those. And the person uh, was very knowledgeable in letting us know about the different homes and the histories uh, throughout Charleston that we were able to see. But having been on it, we definitely would do it again. But then also, there's a, a, 
there's five other routes that we didn't even get a chance to see yet. So, uh, but that was really exciting and we, we had a good time with that, uh, as well as just looking through the market, the cobblestone roads and, and, and just having a good time walking around with each other. Fantastic. I, it's actually one port I have not been to. I am not even sure I've actually ever been there on a land trip. I've been to Savannah, but anyway, uh, I would love to be able to go there at some point. You know, there's a lot of people who, you know, would love to see maybe Royal even sail from there. I don't think that'll really happen. I know Carnival kind of toyed with the idea, but or maybe even does something. I'm not even sure, but uh, I'm not sure we'll see Royal cruises that go from there, but it is nice to have a little bit of different itinerary. And you know this, Jeff, cruises from the Northeast, they're not exactly the most varied itineraries in the world. They're usually no, they're going to the same places. So anytime you can get any variation, that's huge. Absolutely. And so we, we really enjoyed spending the time in Charleston um, and, and being able to, to do that together. Uh, one of the things that I was really looking forward to and really excited about was being able to have our first time at Perfect Day at Coco Key. And so much so, I, I pulled up the digital map, which is actually drawn to scale. It's on the, the website. Uh, I'm sure it's on the, the blog as well. Uh, where even even down to the different chairs that are in the water uh, 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 around the, the oasis, everything is drawn to scale. So I looked at this map. I studied this map. You know, it, listened to as many blog podcasts and watched as many videos as we could to really determine what would be the perfect spot to be at if we were not actually going to be on uh, the Thrill Island or uh, if we were not going to be at the Cocoa Beach Club. Uh, we had already spent the previous time when we had gone to Cocoa, Cocoa Key, we, we were on the chill side. Um, so we, we thought, hey, what would be something new to do? And so we picked out this special spot on the map. We highlighted it, circled it. We let new friends on board that we met at our table. We, we met uh, some amazing couples, made some, some great friends on board the ship. We, we let them know exactly where we would be, where the hangout spot was going to be. We were right by the, the poolside bar, uh, right, right, right in the center of everything. It was the perfect spot. I mean, so much so that around 2 o'clock, we were there laying out, having a good time, and somebody came across the bridge and was like, oh, my gosh, this spot here is perfect. Why didn't we come here? And I was like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Jeff picked it, Jeff planned it, and we're in the spot. It was wonderful. So where and, was the uh, spot? It's it's by the Oasis Lagoon pool on the dry side of the bar or the wet? Which, which so, side? Is, so that, is, is that where I'm in the right area? Or, or well, this, I, this has to be just between me, you, and the Royal Caribbean blog community. I mean, yeah, I don't guys, think guys, we can, keep, we can publish this to other people. But, That's right. but yeah, keep it was just on the other side of the bridge from the bar in the Oasis Lagoon pool, just right there. It was the perfect spot. Um, so we were we were there. We were able to be uh, able to get in the water, getting in the, in the the water chairs. We were able to get in the go to the bar. We were able to get the food at three different places, and bathrooms were on the other side. So if you if you imagine a, a, a being the spoke of a, a, the hub and and having a wheel around all of the different spokes went to every every place outside of it. So we were we were incredibly blessed for the spot that we picked and. And that we were able to get there right away. And uh, it was actually one of the reasons why we decided to get the key program. Because we wanted to be the first off the ship to make sure we got that spot. And we did, which was great. That's fantastic. I love that. I love that level of planning. That's how you know you're excited for a cruise when you get quite to that level of it. And, uh, my and then goodness. it all pans out. 
it and absolutely all panned out. That's right. Yeah, they, that's even better. So awesome. Well, Jeff, really appreciate you joining me here to tell your your uh, two for one, two for cruise story today. And I'm really glad to hear that the the second one, the follow up, definitely made up for the disappointment of the first one. It, it definitely did, and we're we're very much looking forward to our next next cruises that we have lined up we've we've had two canceled so far and and our next two are are coming up in in november back to back on mariner of the season so we're hoping that that comes through and uh that things don't push back anymore but every i think uh, with this we've gotten the cruise bug and and we, we're, we're so excited about it well to quote mr burns from the simpsons excellent that sounds uh <laughs> that sounds like a great plan there and uh yeah let's let's hope for uh, for for everybody's sake, a much better 2021 with plenty more cruises to go on and a new place. I, plus, I want to check out the the Jeff spot. I'm looking forward to staking that out and 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 calling it my own on my next visit. Uh, well, maybe we'll have to go together. But uh, just wanted to thank you, Matt, so much for what you do with Royal Caribbean Blog. We're we're proud to be Royal Caribbean Insiders. Uh, shameless plug, uh, everyone <laughs> out there, please support Matt in this. And uh, thank you for all you do and 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 helping us survive uh, this period of time uh, until cruising uh, starts back up again. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff.